0: You know, uh, I feel like we should have some like stupid intro music. Two shots of ginger, you know, some shit. Like
1: that. <laughs> oh keep, I was like, wait! I said we were always recording, and then I looked up in the corner and it wasn't recording. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Who's running? Who is the production team? Who's all you have to do is push a button. What are do you doing? Oh, well, I was I was drinking a little Give Spurman. us a break, all right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's producing this shit show? <laughs> okay, so it's Saturday, uh, March 4th. You 2023. Know, 2023, I, the first podcast ever, Two Shots of Gingers. And, you know, with, I think... We we definitely need to hit on the, on the draft and the draft class and all that, you know, because it's 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 getting close. We just had to come. Well,
1: combine. and and I know we we seem to like we cover more football than anything, but but cl- closing out this week, um, let's just say that the N- NHL has done their fair amount of trades. Um, Chicago Blackhawks got rid of, uh, Patrick Kane, uh, and dumped him off for for
0: draft capital and money that they, they, so. they, you could say it. They just gave up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> just screw it. We're not getting any better. We're not paying them anymore. <laughs> or, 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 I don't even know. I, honestly, I don't even know what the record is. I
1: think they, I know they're definitely under 500. I mean, yeah. I, and and on top of that points are probably probably second for last. So, I mean, and you know, well, he came into the league when he was 17, 18. He's he's been in the league for 15, 16 years. I
0: I did not know that. Like when they when they said that he tri- like I knew he came in young. I've watched him ever since he got on the Blackhawks. But when they when they actually said that he had been there for like the the sixteen years, yeah, sixteen seasons, fifteen seasons or whatever it was, I was like, holy shit! Yeah,
1: yeah. And he's only and he's only like what thirty four, thirty yeah, five, something so, like mean, that.
0: Yeah, and.
1: You think about guys that played into their 40s, though, you know, and you're like, Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, like, but they're they're playing for, for for 20 plus years. And it just seems like you could do that in hockey, just like you could do that in soccer, you know, I, and anymore, you know, baseball. I I seen Johnny Damon, you know, all 50 years of his age <laughs> down there playing for the Savannah Bananas. You know, over over the past two weeks. I, you
0: know, I wish I had that amount of drive to do anything for that long. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like, God, it's, I, I feel. I, yeah. I
1: want to say. I want to say if I wasn't so fat that I would have that, but I don't know. Like I, I don't even know. You know, it, had I stayed, had I stayed, and 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 finished walking on at Purdue after you know I got hurt myself. Um I probably would have been I would have been all stats back up and uh coming out the next year, I don't know that I would have got drafted. I mean go to a combine and, and, and try out and do these things. I just, I'm definitely not running a four three nine like this Nolan kid. You know, I'm definitely not having a forty two inch vertical. You know, with, and with all that said, this is this is twenty five years ago. He, he, these kids today are just ridiculous, I, and I don't know how Brady did it. I don't know how Brady competed I, with these kids for
0: the last twenty plus years. Well, it kind of makes you pissed off, right? Like he's he's only two years older than than I am, right? And this dude's out there playing NFL at that age, and me, I get winded bending over to tie my damn shoes.
1: <laughs> and that's what i'm saying like i i got i get dressed in the locker room in the, in the morning and i i go out to the job site and i'm like oh i just walked over a flight of stairs like oh this is rough and i'm thinking then the, then the boss is like oh hey listen you gotta you gotta go up to the uh to the big boy crane all 16 flights in the air and i'm like does he not remember that i got a bad knee and i'm 400 plus pounds like what is he thinking
0: maybe he's secretly trying to get you healthy i don't know
1: right yeah you know. He's like, he says that to me too he's like well he's like if you're uh if you're the ground guy and the runner and the driver just uh while you're waiting down there won't just walk around again bad knee not a ligament left in the knee no meniscus what do you what do you want from me
0: it's bone on bone here <laughs> boss man you
1: know, and and, and, that's, and that's what blows my mind. So you got like you got guys that are in reserve. Right. Like so like 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 Geno Smith had an amazing year this year um, and it's like, wow, why? Well, because he didn't do shit for the first fucking 12 years. Right. And it's not his fault. Like, I get that. Like you got drafted by the Jets. What did you think was going to happen? It was like getting drafted by the Browns from since like, you know, 1998 on like really like you, you go to fail. You know, mm-hmm. with all these other guys, think about every single quarterback that got drafted by the Cleveland Browns for the last 20 years. And they were decent quarterbacks in college. If not decent quarterbacks, they were also quarterbacks that set records in their, in their division or in their conference, or they were all Americans, and they went to Cleveland and just failed. And I don't think it's their fault. Well, yeah, yeah but some, I
0: mean, look at how many how many other players in the NFL where their college success just doesn't compute out to success in the NFL. Tim no. Tebow, for example.
1: Yeah. Well, and then yeah, yeah. Tim Tim Tebow, uh, Chris Leak. I mean, yep. the the list goes on and on. Brady, Brady Quinn. Yep. You know, uh,
0: well, so had, many. Aj McCarron. You know, you see him. I, he's he, not a bad quarterback. He's not a bad quarterback. You see him. He's you know he's he's in the XFL now, which I've, I've watched a little bit of that. That's go Battle it's, Hawks. It's 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 energy. <laughs> <Go> <laughs> Hawks. He's throwing uh, dimes, man. I,
1: I watched a few of the games. Like
0: I, that <sighs> that first game against uh, uh, the Rocks team, the Brahmas uh, in uh, Houston, I think it is. Or San Antonio or whatever, wherever they're from. That was painful to watch. Like, th- that whole game was just a shit show for the Battlehawks until, like, the last 30 seconds.
1: You know, and, and some would say Patrick Mahomes only needs 13 seconds. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just, I, it's, it, there's guys out there that just, just do it. They find a way and they just do it. You know what I mean? And we, we've had guys like that our entire lives. Like we just, people don't talk about them. Why they don't talk about them? Cause there wasn't, there wasn't the accessibility of the internet. Wasn't there, there wasn't that online presence to, oh, you can like, I remember Joe Montana doing all kinds of crazy shit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And they're like, and, and nobody, nobody talks about that. Well, you know? I mean. <laughs>
0: Well, I the mean, thing is, is, I mean, let's face it, right? These people that are, that are paid to find talent in the college. Now, obviously, they know a hell of a lot more than, than me and you do or people like me and you do, right? So they, they know how to see things that other people won't see. But what cracks me up is it, we, there's a big problem in college recruiting that there's not a, people who are good athletes that don't get drafted or get drafted so late. It's an exposure problem. Right. Right. Like, like, I'm, you know, you look at the you look at the list of the, the top 10 receivers in college football right now. And, uh, y- you know, what I was shocked to find was nowhere on that list is Charlie Jones from Purdue. He's not on that top 10. I don't even know if he's in the top 15 or 20. And when you look at his stats, he his stats were almost equivalent to uh, Marvin Harrison, Jr. at Ohio State. But because he plays for Purdue and they're not a successful team, and everything like he doesn't get the exposure, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing for somebody like him because he could be you know a team can find him later on in the draft and just and strike' oh, now see
1: and every and everybody's everybody's different I, I all right, so when I was being recruited um and this is back in the early nineties, there were no stipulations back then by the NCAA saying that you couldn't go out and recruit a kid out of grammar school. Like they, they weren't even in high school yet. So you had guys from all walks of life coming up to like 13, 14-year-old kids that were in seventh, eighth grade, and they're like, well, where are you going to high school? What are your plans? Like, And these kids don't even know what they're doing in high school. They don't even know if they're going to make the team in high school. Yeah, and, and they know they're good enough, but like... Give people a chance. Well, the theory was that you went to a school that was, you know, nationally broadcast. So you wanted to go to a school that either had their own network, like Notre Dame. Or they were going to be playing on the network TVs, right?
0: You you want to go to a Michigan or an Ohio State and, right. or well, Alabama? Or, that wasn't know.
1: my and that wasn't my plan because I, what I my plan was is I looked in, and I was recruited by you're Georgia, your Texas, your Purdue. Um, I was Marshall, uh, Western Michigan. Most of the most of the smaller D one schools were all recruiting me too. My plan was to go to a small school save my body because I didn't know how my body was going to react in college because it was better competition. You have to figure one in only 700 athletes coming out of high school is going to make it to college. And out of college, it's, it's, it's even bigger. It's even bigger leap. It's like one in 1800 are going to make it in the NFL. Yeah. So if you got one in 700 are only coming out of high school to start in college, you're thinking, how is my body gonna make it through? Like, I, do I want to play in the SEC? Do I want to play in the ACC? Do, or, or back then, you like, do I want to play in, you know, the Big Sky or or the All American Conference or you know, uh, the South the Southeastern Athletic uh, Conference? You know, there were smaller conferences that you could go to school and you could play. And before the FBS.
0: Well, and the oh FCS. God. Oh, jeez. Yeah, don't. I'm it, just
1: saying, like you could, you could do that, like, oh, like you had guys like you had guys like a perfect example. You got Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens was in that in that same class. You know, I was, and he decided to go to Tennessee Chattanooga. He wasn't even a one and a half star. He, he like we'll say he was. Well, well, I say he was at least a two or three star. But obviously, you see the change where he made the jump from Tennessee Chat to the nfl like he was beyond that but well, no, you nobody think, gave you, that guy you, the chance well
0: you got to take into account too right like so okay you could be a stud <laughs> athlete in high school right you get recruited by a top a top five school like a you know like a, like i said in alabama or or you know something like that but then you've got to look at okay um if I want to make it to the NFL, is that really the right move for you? Because I, I don't want to go to yeah, I got a full right Alabama, but I sat my ass on the bench for three years. You know? It's right uh, so a lot of that's why sometimes these 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 athletes pick smaller schools. And I'm gonna tell you right now the you you you're seeing that change with a lot of these athletes, right? A lot of them, because look at how many transfers are happening right now. Well,
1: and it's just like how many kids today would know or even heard of Thurman Thomas right. and the fact that Barry Sanders was Thurman Thomas's backup. Yeah, and yeah. like other than you and I knowing. That because we know college football because we grew up, but that's what we watched. Like these kids today, they gotta get on a computer and they have to find that shit out. Yeah, and and accurately speaking, he was just as good, if not better, in college.
0: Okay, here's here's so here's here's a question for you. You know, skipping from college to pros, who do you think is the the greatest running back of all time? Sand? Well, I, let me ask you this: Who's better in your opinion, Smith, Sanders, or Peyton? See, it's not it's okay. Not here, st-
1: here's, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're gonna go, and we're gonna, we're gonna, if we're gonna be argumentative, and I don't even need to look at fucking stats. Pardon my <laughs> language. And, I, and I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you this. As Walter Payton, and they were both three of them were both different style running backs. Okay, both of them were both three different style running backs, and they both, respectively, they're gonna sit there and tell you that they were, oh, although they were running back. No, Walter Payton. The reason they called him sweetness is because he was a one back. He was a tailback. Mm-hmm. Barry Sanders, Barry Sanders was a two back. That's what Barry he was. Barry Sanders
0: was pretty much a glorified fullback. Right. What but he, he was a
1: two back. And his his numbers receiving the ball out of the backfield in the flat were just right. as good as Emmitt Smith.
0: Yeah, and, and well, you know, don't get me wrong. Like I said, you, you know, okay, Barry Sanders. But now if you're gonna
1: Florida. go, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go, now listen now, uh, and and everybody's gonna argue. Okay, well, the Cowboys had a better line than the Detroit Lions. Yes, yes, they did. But let me tell you this: uh, Emmitt Smith played for what 18 seasons, I think, something like that. He eventually yeah, went to the Cardinals. <laughs> Barry Sanders retired a Lion. He only played, I think, eleven and a half seasons, maybe twelve mm-hmm. seasons, had close to sixteen thousand yards in those eleven seasons, which is absolutely ridiculous. Walter Walter Payton, Walter Payton had only one season under five hundred yards, and that's because he broke his leg. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh Barry Sanders never won a Super Bowl. Emmett Smith won a few, but he won a few because he had he had and and let's be honest, Barry Sanders never had a quarterback. Barrier Sanders never had a quarterback to alleviate the throwing capabilities um,
0: well, out of the to three, a receiver. I mean, he had, three, hard,
1: he had he had Herman Moore, had Herman Moore back then, and 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 Mel Gray, and really that was it. Well, like I'm that was it right now.
0: Emmett Smith is the only one out of those three that had a decent quarterback <laughs> on his team. Is, like who to pay and have mcMahon mcMahon's not a he was he was a you want you
1: want to look at some stupid numbers troy Aikman never threw for more than 20 touchdowns how is this quarterback in the hall of Fame? yeah never yeah. threw for more than 20 touchdowns you know
0: what cracks me up and, his, you, no,
1: and I, if somebody can and i'm gonna argue this to and i'll argue this go look at troy Aikman's numbers okay and, and I don't have them in front of me. Go look at Troy Aikman's numbers right now today and go and look at the same. And we'll, well I'll throw out, uh, I'll throw out a con- controversial quarterback. Um, Baker Mayfield, go look at Baker Mayfield's numbers the, the and go look at Troy Aker's numbers career. and tell me
0: who's a better quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best part of Baker Mayfield's career was fucking commercials. He <laughs> said, you, you got to make money somehow. Right. Johnny Manziel was making money handing out his autographs on the side for five uh, grand man. and pop. Come on. But you know what? Here's This is what aggravates me about the draft. In, in, in especially... In the NFL, right? Back in the day, when you drafted somebody, you drafted somebody not based off of where they went to school, what success they had in college. They draft them based off of who is going to fit in their scheme, right? And, and then, that's it's, how,
1: and that, and that, and that's how it always should be. Like right. I, I mean, you like, okay. all right, well. Like somebody, somebody went out and thought. You, you have to imagine this because go look at Jim McMahon's numbers in college. Like when he was at Brigham Young, this man was thrown for three thousand, four thousand, and five thousand yards. Yeah, he was thrown for thirty plus touchdowns, and and that was unheard of back then. Nobody was doing that. Now. So it's- the, you, and then he gets the NFL, and I think the most he threw for the Bears was maybe 18, 190 right. yards. Well, why why would he have to throw the ball? He's got Walter Payton.
0: Yeah. But <laughs> it, it's just, it, you know, the the athletes out there nowadays, just in my opinion, right? And and I see it with I see it with like myself and the like the youth of today playing sports, right? Like Ask I remember, me, and-
1: in 1992, if they were concerned about my speed training and right. my muscle memory, ask right. me and I'll tell you, no, they didn't give a shit. You want to know why? Cause I had field vision. Yeah, I mean, and I didn't even, and honest to God, I didn't even run. I don't think I even ran under a four, six. I think I ran a four, seven, three was my best time. I just I had a four, seven, five, four, seven, eight, something like that. I, mean, I was no better than a, a really fast lineman Right nowadays.
0: But that's, that's just it, right? Like when I was young and playing baseball, it was, you know, which if I would have stuck with it, I probably could have gotten to college, but you know, I just got burnt down. Anyways, I digress. Um, you look at the raw talent back then as opposed to now, right? And you've got kids, like you were saying, all they're doing is speed training and it's all about mechanics. Let me tell you, coaches back then didn't give a goddamn about what your mechanics are, right? They they just wanted the end result. Like we had, we, I remember, hell, I remember when I was 12 years old, two two of the guys that were on the all-star team with me, one was my cousin and another kid named Tim Webb. These two were 12 years old and were having, it, it was like, it was like, like the whole McGuire and Sammy Sosa home run duel for the season. These were twelve year olds that finished the season out with twenty two home runs, twenty five home runs, at twelve.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember the kid's name was uh, was Daniel Susk, and he's a big Polak, and he was the twelve year old that was six foot four, like three hundred and twenty pounds. Yeah, and. And we were like, you would just come He was the pitcher, obviously. And he was also, you know, he came up to the plate, and you're like, well, forget it. <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> like, and he was, everybody was throwing out against him. Like, you wow. Cause, and we em. had, we had like essentially the Fenway Park, we had the Green Monster. You know, uh, West Lawn Park, little, little league in, in in Chicago, and it was a twenty five foot high or thirty foot high fence, right? And this kid's fucking jacking him over the fence, like like we're throwing him wiffle balls. And you know, and like- you know what? The
0: funny thing is, too, that was before all of the like the 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 the, the Mako bats and all these these different types. That was just straight up aluminum bat. Yeah. Yeah, that was solid, it. solid aluminum solid bat. Solid aluminum bat. Where you hit it too
1: hard. <laughs> it's so cold. I hate hitting. It. You
0: know, if you hit it off of the end of the bat, or you hit it too oh, far down on the handle, sting. oh, your hands would be stinging the rest of the game.
1: I remember, I, I asked, I asked my old man one time. I said, Dad, I said, uh, can I use your Louisville? And he said, My Babe Ruth. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Yeah, Dad. Uh, can I use your Babe Ruth? And, and and like like that was asking like a like to, for God to come down and touch me, you know? Like it's yeah,
0: bad when he has to th- stop a minute and pause to think. <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 what What were you thinking? Even asking the question? You're my child, but that bat is my baby. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He loved that bat more than he loved the dog, and he loved that dog. Let me tell
0: you. But it was but it was a different time. You know, especially in sports. Like you look at it. Like hell, I remember watching the NBA back, you know, back when Jordan and Pippen all you know, the Bulls would be playing the, the Pistons or the Knicks, and they would be out there. Beating the hell out of each other. Oh my
1: other. gosh, they would they would pummel them, and you'd be like, "Well, the Bulls lost another." One. <laughs> 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 Bill Lambert would take off his face mask oh, and yeah. beat
0: somebody with it. Like, and the refs wouldn't call fouls, and now you've got you know. <laughs> Uh, LeBron, the flopper James over there. I love, you know, what I love,
1: I love, I love all these comparisons. To the, who's who's the greatest? Who's the GO? Oh, uh, let me yeah. let me tell you about two guys that played together for like six seasons. They overlapped. One of them was. John Havlicek and the other one was Bill Russell, and between the two of them, the Celtics had one like almost thirteen NBA titles in that span. But together on the same team for six seasons, they dominated, absolutely dominated. And people are like, "Well, who are the greatest of all time?" The greatest of all time is 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 prevalent to who you're playing against, your competition, right? You know what I mean, like. Who was their competition back then? Who was their competition back then? UL Cinder. And for those of you that don't know who UL Cinder is, that's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And you're playing against that. Who is LeBron James playing against?
0: That's just it, right? Well, you've got your Steph Currys (laughs) and all that other stuff, but it's like (laughs) –
1: you ask you ask Kobe, you ask Kobe or you ask Allen Iverson when they played against Jordan what Jordan did. And Jordan Jordan would laugh at them and make them feel ridiculous. And yes, sometimes they might have a step on him. But then at the end of the day, Jordan would go back and say, "Hey young man, let me teach you something." Because he wanted to hand that down to him. Right. They he wanted them to be able to carry on that legacy.
0: I tell I'll tell you what if i got people,
1: people will sit uh, if i got to hear
0: the whole argument about you know <laughs> lebron is better than jordan one more time i'm i you know i don't i don't know statistically what statistically
1: speaking statistically speaking lebron has over 18 seasons he has more points yada 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 but also he has never finished a complete season jordan played for 14 15 seasons he averaged i think uh i think 79 or 80 games a season I mean, they play 82 plus the playoffs. You know what I mean? He never missed a playoff game. Did you know that Michael Jordan never lost a back-to-back game in the playoffs
0: ever? Right. Ever. Well, it, it, you know, here's another thing, too. It's like, okay, you know, LeBron's the greatest because his stats are more. He's been playing in the NFL since he was 18.
1: 18 uh, NBA, but yeah. 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 And I'm yeah. sorry, in
0: the NBA, since he was 18. You
1: That's know, right. That's right. And Michael Jordan went to college. If people forget, he was at North Carolina for a while.
0: I, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm I People may think I'm crazy for this, but LeBron's not even in my top five. He's a great player. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not trying.
1: He isn't. But, in, he isn't in my top five either. Because yeah. I, I also watched Magic Johnson growing up. I also watched Larry Bird growing up. I mean, you know, i uh,
0: I can show you a who's who list. Of players that I think are better than LeBron, right? Again, not and saying he's a bad player. I'd go as far to say that Scottie Pippen was a better player than LeBron James. Uh, you know, uh, and and it's,
1: I mean, I I like here and here's what here's what I think. I think a great player makes other players around them great, right? And I don't, I don't always see that LeBron because they tried to build the super team in LA. With those other guys, well, and look the at, guys look that at, individually came to those teams were all good before they got there individually, and yes, right. they were all veterans, but to for them to play together
0: when it you was have absolutely to, horrible when you have to leave a team and go to another team and build out a stud unit with the Dwayne Wade and the Kevin Boschs and all that that to me does not make you as great of a player as you may think you know no, no it,
1: it, all it's doing it and, and i understand like you're trying to you're trying to have the load dispersed so you have other people can carry you but and and, that, and that's my my whole point was is I, I seen a quote today um by steve kerr and this is the probably the most savage quote um i've seen by anybody in a long time. Um, someone from the LA Times asked him, who do you think is a greater player or better player? Michael Jordan and LeBron James and Steve Kerr replied, they both have won me three rings. Right. That that right there, that speaks volumes. That speaks volumes. Well, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm
0: going to tell you, one of the funniest damn things I ever saw was that idiot on – Oh god, I can't remember his name. I'm sure you've seen a video where he he says that that LeBron is better than Michael and Kobe and Shaq about lost his shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. What are you talking about? Shit. You're, 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 you're gonna, you're gonna forget. You're gonna look past Kobe. You're gonna look past Michael. What the fuck are you talking about? It's oh god. He's
1: like, he's like, I'm, I'm leaving right now. He takes <laughs> his microphone <laughs> off. He's, he's like, he walks <laughs> off the set. Like, like how stupid. And you know, Bushley, I, I, yes. I I'm out of here. I get it. And now if you're, if you're gonna say who is bigger than basketball, well, guess what. I understand where you're coming from, that like LeBron James has, has his entire empire, his James empire. Michael Jordan <laughs> was given an entire division of a company. Yeah. His line alone has generated billions of dollars, yeah. and his foundations have done like ridiculous amount of things. I'm not saying that Michael Jordan is this, you know, god or anything like that or he's this great person or or anything he's the most competitive man athletically speaking the man somebody told him that he couldn't play baseball like he used to play in high school because he didn't even play basketball before his freshman and sophomore year of high school he played baseball a lot of people don't remember that either and he went out And after his his father's uh, murder, he decided, well, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a couple years off, and I'm gonna go play baseball again. Like how many? Like let me see LeBron James go play wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. Like
0: I, I would love to see that. Oh, I, I would love to see that. I mean, the dude flops in <laughs> basketball. Can you imagine if he actually got hammered?
1: Right. <laughs> like, like, like any, I I would love to see any crossover athletes do do anything. You know, like like you don't have a Bo Jackson nowadays. You no. don't. <laughs> you don't have Sanders. a Deion Sanders. Yeah. I mean, and there's another there's another all time argument. Who do I think is one of the you know the greatest football players of all time? there's athletes we we make athletes nowadays nobody and that's the one thing people forget and that's why one of the reasons why the Kansas City Chiefs are what they are is because Andy Reid always wants athletes he doesn't right. want one guy to play one position he wants somebody that he can put anywhere it doesn't matter if he's a defensive lineman or a wide receiver he wants them to be able to kick the ball too yeah right you know I what mean. i mean and and that that just that just and that, just, and that and it proves a point. Like, hey, if he can't go out there and play receiver, then I can have him go out there and be the cornerback. And if he can't be the cornerback, well, maybe he can he can be on special teams. You know, like I I need somebody that's versatile. That if he's not going to do this job here, he's going to go somewhere else. And that is also an unselfish player. I want unselfish players that want to do what it takes to win. They yeah. want to win games, but it's That's a different. It's,
0: it's a different. It's a different world now in terms of sports. <laughs> back in the day, right? Like we, there was none of this back. You know, back in the eighties and the nineties, of you know, we're gonna we're gonna draft you to be a, a running back. But hey, uh, if if we go down in quarterbacks, you're gonna have to take the snaps. You know, like like that didn't happen. You know. Lou Holtz did it for 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 fucking
1: ten eleven years at Notre Dame. He would. He would recruit quarterbacks, and he would turn them into tight ends. No, oh, you would
0: bring up Notre Dame, <laughs>
1: would you? I'm just <laughs> saying. <like. laughs> for- facts. I- this is true.
0: <laughs> I live an hour away from South Bend, and I still can't stand them sons of bitches. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to that quarterback for for Michigan back in, what was his name? Oh, um,
0: shoot. Uh, Man, shows, shows you how successful he is. I can't even yeah, remember right. right.
1: Like, he was a quarterback in, in, at Michigan in college, but then he got to the NFL, and they are like, well, he can either be a wide receiver or running back, and that's about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, but look at the I mean, same example with Navarra, you know. He 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 fizzled out. I don't even I don't even know what happened with his with his NFL career. If he even had one. You know, the only the only quarterback that's in the NFL still right now is Chad Henney. And
1: he's back home. up homes. <laughs> so he's I like, mean, listen, all you gotta
0: do is throw one pass. Do <laughs> you do it? One pass. <laughs> it's like talk about a cake job. Right? (laughs) Like, like
1: I need you for the whole season to make sure he's okay. And I'm going to need you to throw at least three passes (laughs) by the end of the season. Can you do it? Oh, yeah. I played for Michigan, rode the bench for you. I can do it. No problem. Right? right? (laughs) I I was a starter with
0: Miami, and you you know how that went. That went south. You know, it's like.
1: Can we talk about Elvis Grabach for a second?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's. I mean, talk about – I mean, imagine being an NFL, like a football player, right? Your whole life, from the time you were a kid and you played Pop Warner and middle school and high school and you you get your your scholarship to college only to go and be a career bench sitter and backing up other talent. Well. I mean, yeah, I'll take it, the money. I mean, you know, and everything like that, but – I mean, what a kick in the nuts. You know what? Rick Meyer made a good living. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. You know, like, he he made a great great living. Most people don't know that he played for 14 different teams. You know know what? I'll tell you what, man.
0: Can you imagine? I I wish I was on the sidelines to see the deer in headlight moment Chan Henny had when they said, hey, you're in. You know? (laughs) <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, I mean he was
1: he was on his phone, he was going through TikTok <laughs> watching Jackson Mahomes do a new dance. <laughs> he, he's like, hey, did you see this? Your brother, he's got a he's got a new dance. He's not he's not out of uh, all right what? Oh, what? What my, what? I, oh he's hurt. Fuck. <laughs> all right, well <laughs> he puts his tablet down. <laughs> Oh my god! I, I remember, I remember watching. And you think that's funny? Is I remember watching um, when I became a, a Niners fan. I remember watching the Niners. And I think they were playing. I want to say they were playing the Bears. And You're all,
0: you are all over this place. Well, with with your team, I just want you to know that you are all over the place
1: oh I will be and and he just go out and one thing leads to another talk about phones. he discovered that he could dial out the line and he calls his wife and he's like, "Hey, hey guess what <laughs> he's like she's like, aren't you in the game no no there's a there's a there's a three minute delay on TV <laughs> <laughs>
0: delay. <laughs> I'm just I don't want to get off subject here, but something popped into my head. <laughs> World, you know, um, I swear to God, if I hear a, 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 a smoke detector beep, I'm going to lose it. Yeah. You know.
1: I spit out my drink, <laughs> son of a bitch.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if I hear somebody pissing in the background and there's no urinal presence, I'm going to lose it.
0: Why does it sound like it's puddling? <laughs> I need, I need a somber with the fucking smoke detector for the background. I swear to god. And every time it's it's not enough to where you can't it just it just happens and no Do we have a caller?
1: Anything. Is there a caller in line one? No. <laughs> no? All right, no caller.
0: All right. Just check okay. it. <laughs> yesterday I couldn't I mean it was like People join. I played with this this same guy, right? We were doing um, re, uh, resurgence. Yeah, you're telling me. You're oh telling my me, God, dude! It it was the funniest damn thing I ever said. And like this dude didn't say a word. He just kept re upping with the team. And then the very next game, we get a new teammate in and everything like that. And we hear that smoke detector goes off, and the timing was perfect. He goes, "Oh, token." Um, <laughs> Like, oh my as God.
1: long as no one's getting offended, right? Right. You know, I I'm not I'm not woke. I don't I don't. Uh, I, I, you don't know, I, I don't gonna, know. We're not going to go. Yeah, no. I, I don't talk about capping nope. and not capping. In my day, capping meant you were shooting somebody in the fucking head.
0: I I don't I don't understand a word. I don't. My teenage boys don't are saying don't. anymore. I don't. I understand. don't my my daughter was saying
1: something to me yesterday. And it sounded like she was saying alternative, and she was saying alterna, and I I don't know what that means. Like when they first, and started, I have never explained it to me, and I still don't know what it means.
0: I you know what when they first started coming out and saying oh that's cap, I'm like what does that mean? Right. And then they're like well I, I don't even I think it means like they were saying like something like oh it's, that means it's not true or something right. like that. You're right. like, okay fine but. Where Just say did, bullshit? Yeah, where did cap come from? Like, who decided yeah. to come up? And what does it? Mean? No cap. Like, yeah, yeah, no cap. What? <laughs> what the? F- <laughs> like, I don't understand. You're not,
1: you're not woke, bro. You're, you're so sus. Oh, <laughs> y- yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's that is the attention why, span of the youth. You, they can't why, even why say four words. words. Why 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 are you not
1: simping over LeBron, bro? Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> like what the hell does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> Every time I hear somebody say these words, I automatically assume that they're insulting me. Uh, because I don't understand well, what it is. And I think
1: that I think that I think that's what's going on is as they're moving away from having feelings. <laughs> and for the for the people that have feelings they're like oh we just got we got to simplify stuff oh, because it. we can't say we can't say like whole words anymore people get offended <laughs>
0: oh i can't, i just, yeah.
1: everybody takes everything personally and here's the thing i i get the people that have feelings i get that i i'm a Gen xer i was raised by a boomer We're not allowed to have feelings. Like cover yourself up, cry in your private time. Your mom or dad beats your ass. Then you get beat again when the other one gets home. And then when your grandparents found out about it, you got beat by your grandparents. Like
0: my my kids could not believe this. I told them I said, you know, like I don't lay hands on my children. Okay. I, I scream a lot because if I don't, you know, it's and it's always like I don't like the the main stuff that happens, like, serious, like the kid gets into a fight or something. I, I am very calm about it, you know, and it's part of up and everything like that. But when I have to tell them, every time they leave, like my children built their own gaming computers, but they can't figure out to turn the light off when they leave the room or flush the damn toilet when you're done. Right. You know, and that's what I lose my crap on. I, don't, I just don't have the tolerance for the small things, you know. But I told them, I said, when, we, when you were younger, I said, when I was younger, if I got in trouble in the subdivision, I got my ass beat three times. Yeah, I got my ass beat by the by the parents of the house that we were at. Then they called the house and told my mother. So I, before I got home, I was already screwed and got beat again by my mom. Yep. Only to turn around, when, you know, when my dad comes home and he smacked the shit out of you again. That's right. That's absolutely
1: right. It was right, and, it, and it, you know, and it would worked the same way in school. Yeah. Now, unfortunately enough, we were. We're not in a position of an economy unless you have, you know, a quarter million dollar household that you can send your kids to private school or Catholic school anymore. But when you're coming up, you know, our parents could afford, in most cases, to send us to, you know, Catholic school, and it happened the same way. If you got beat at school and you talked off to a sister or oh. or a brother or a priest, you got your Ass beat at school. I'm
0: you got your
1: Ass beat by your mom when you got home. I'm and then surprised that my because he was working 16 hours at the fucking mill or the and railroad he got- wherever he was working, and he was pissed off that your mother had to say something to him, and all he wanted to do was come home and have a fucking drink. Yep. You got beat by him too. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah, he was it, pissed that he couldn't come home and have his fucking whiskey dude, and just oh. relax and put his hand down his pants and watch some fucking Married with Children. Yeah. So he had to beat your ass because dude. that's what was happening. I'm I'm
0: you mentioned the sisters at Catholic. Oh, I, I I'm surprised going to Catholic school for you know up until the end of my fourth grade year that my fingers are still straight. Mine aren't, but yeah, I was, you know, I mean, they. I was, I Sister was, getting, I was
1: thinking of reasons why to walk up to the trash can. Okay,
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Okay, as the kids would say, no cap, but Sister Loretta was a sniper with that ruler. Right? Oh my god. And, that, and that, it's not the plastic crap that we have now. It's the wooden no. one with the metal freaking edge.
1: Yes. And it wasn't a ruler. It was a three-foot-long yard yardstick. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> they you, didn't you, even yard you, like, they <laughs> don't even know what a yard is. They don't even know what a yard is.
0: They're like, what's that? <laughs> three feet, motherfucker. What do you think? It's a unit of measurement. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. And I can still hear just the sound of the three-foot-long yards breaking through the air as it comes down to smack you right on your nose.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: God. Yes, I will. I will
1: go and do the chalk erasers outside. Please don't hit me with the yardstick, please. Yes. <laughs> well, we're going to send you down to Brother Kevin, uh, yeah. and he is going to hit you with the wood. And I'm like, oh. we're
0: going to we're going to send you right down there, lady. You're going to clean the <laughs> erasers. Well, Sister Margaret's smacking you on your ass with a yardstick you know <laughs> it's like, oh it is bad it is bad and you I I fear that I, I I I
1: you know and then when I got into high school though I was like I thought I was a big man and I was like well since I was an athlete and I would always get off I was like, well, I was like, I'll talk to coach. And then coach was like, all right, well, you can go get some licks. And I'm like, all right, cool. No, no jugs. You know, that's what we called them. Judgments under God, jugs. I said, instead of detention. So if you get for every hour, you got a lick. And I was like, I'm I'm, I'm not
0: going to lie. My mind went completely the other direction when you said jugs. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Jugs.
0: As it would, because it was a magazine back then. (laughs) Okay, I got to. I gotta I I'm gonna leave you for like two minutes. I, I just I, I need a I need a bourbon.
1: And All right. It's it's not although
0: we're gonna we're gonna,
1: gonna pause. We're gonna pause for a bourbon and then we will continue. You have to remember to tell me to hit record when you come back.
0: Oh, you can pause it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I love technology.
1: I know it's amazing. We're All pausing right, at forty three oh five and two. One
0: pause. And Ooh. we're back. Yeah. Okay, I got a what a
1: great sound. That's going to a Oh So, yeah, I had a uh, I had some Jim Beam before. I got really on drinking.
0: Underrated bourbon actually.
1: It is. It is. I you know, I I think I think what happened with the with the whole bourbon thing and this I think all alcohol when they started putting flavors into drinks and I now granted, I used to just like oh, a little whiskey with a little lime, or a little whiskey with some grenadine, or you yeah. know. And, and I get yeah. that. They were like, oh, we're just gonna put the black cherry right in the whiskey and call uh, it red stay. I can't. I just I
0: can't. Like okay, like old smoky uh salty watermelon is is one of the exceptions, but there's very few like the peanut butter whiskey and. Yeah, didn't
1: that, that uh that Lainey Wilson sing a song about watermelon moonshine? <laughs> I don't. I'll be honest
0: with you. I don't know Lainey Wilson for her music. That's almost like-
1: well, and you know, I I I the only reason I know who she is is because she's on uh, the show Yellowstone. And that's the only reason I didn't even know she was a country singer <laughs> up until about three episodes ago. <laughs> I never watched it. I, didn't, I didn't even know she had a dump truck for her ass either. Until everybody made a big deal about
0: that. I, I, I never I don't I've not watched one episode of Yellowstone. I really see I don't like I don't watch there's a lot of things out there that I have never watched. Do you, you know? hate America?
1: You hate Kevin
0: Costner. <laughs> well, his earlier works, yeah, you know,
1: you know. I'm not going to sit down and watch Dances with Wolves again, but let me tell you, <laughs> Waterworld
0: horrible. <laughs> That's a great movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> I can okay. I can count on one hand the the shows that I watch. Other than sports, on a daily basis or on a regular basis, okay. Uh, the blacklist. Don't lie when you're not gonna, because I know you watch Real Housewives of uh, Atlanta. Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> I sit in my i sit i sit on the couch with no shirt on, eating Cheetos, just watching. I know you do. I know yeah. you
1: do. Black, I you know what i love i do i love the blacklist i think when that one's over though right that had like five or six seasons
0: and that's no, done. no it's it's in it's it just it had its ninth se- season premiere uh like uh, last week oh really but this is the final season though okay okay so, that is my all-time number one show um i mean you know you know uh monday night raw um Smackdown, yeah, I I still I still watch that stuff. Um not as avidly as I used to, but I still watch it. Um and that that's really it, right? And I'll I'll tell you right now, it anytime the TV is on in our house, it is constantly tuned to the Food Network. It's 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 like the radio that plays in the background of the house the whole day. It's just Food Network. That's I'm just I'm just too fat for that. I too.
1: I mean, I, I mean I, and I love. I don't, don't get me wrong. I I I love food. I, I think even okay. even if I was skinny, I would be a fat kid. I just. Oh, I I'm
0: definitely.
1: You know, I grew. I think my thing was is I grew up like that because my, um, my mom and dad were always not home. Like whether they were working or my mom was out doing something or hustling, and I was either being watched. You nine times out of ten, I was being watched by. One of my grandparents. It was usually my grandpa, and and then you know, and since my grandpa would be watching me, my grandma was usually home because she was, you know, she she made everything from scratch. So like all day she'd clean, and somehow still find time to clean an entire house, and make three meals, and make three or four course meals. Oh, every dude. day, lunch, breakfast, and dinner, and you know there was always pierogies, and every and every single meal, and there was always sauerkraut with every single meal because that was a polar staple. I don't know how the woman did it. I can remember, I can remember being little, and she would case her own sausage. You know, she would make her own dough on the counter, like that's that, just what see, she that, did. That's how it was.
0: That's how they were raised, and everything else. She
1: would make her own mayonnaise for crying Eye. Have you she ever tried her that? own mayonnaise, and she would. Yeah, oh yeah, I,
0: yeah homemade I mayonnaise, is mayonnaise is unbelievable.
1: Oh, oh yeah, she'd make her own mayonnaise, and she'd fill up the like the little white mayonnaise jar, like squeezable thing, you know. And I, I, I remember that. I was like, one of my favorite things was to have uh, a ham and cheese. I'm sorry, for those of that mm. don't know, krokuska, oh. cheese. Oh, with mayo and mustard sandwich, and that was that was living, buddy. That John. was, and a little bit of watermelon for for aftertime snack in the summertime. Oh, grandma, will hook it up!
0: Did you say watermelon? Oh, smoke alarm!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fresh raspberries from the garden. Oh,
0: I'll tell you what, man. Grape yeah.
1: soda and some fried chicken. Like, okay.
0: He, <laughs> Now listen for those of you that
1: don't understand that, the other half my uncle my uncle married an African- American woman or a black woman when I was when I was young in the early 80s, 83 84 and we used to go over and we used to have that kind of stuff and that stuff is delicious to me. I like fried things. anyways, uh, I digress. let's go on.
0: <laughs> so yeah we need we we got way off topic here.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, I don't know what happened. We were talking about we were talking about Chase Claypool, and then this happened. I didn't.
0: Which it, it it's going to be interesting to see if he's worth that second round pick, and we're not going to find out until next season. So,
1: well, here's the thing: what what are you going to do with the second round pick? Are you going to go out and get a receiver that you need? The Bears are in a position to. To trade to any team, right? Let's say they trade to the Colts, and the Colts are like, "All right, we're going to yeah. give you
0: the not, four. The, the Bears are. We're going to give you up. the
1: thirty-eight. We're going to give you the forty, and we're going to give you the fourth and seventh round, and we're going to give you a first round in twenty twenty-four. Like that's the only thing that's acceptable. Yeah, I mean, I, that's and the, I, I, and the quarterback and the quarter. Let's be honest. <laughs> unless you really follow college football. You have to find a diamond in the rough. Everybody talks about Stroud and Bryce Young and this one and that one and Hmm. Levis and everybody else. And the quarterbacks that aren't being talked about are the diamonds in the rough in this class. And those are the guys that you need to worry about. Those are the guys you need to see where are they going to go and what are they going to do? You know, just like, what was that, that, that Liberty, Liberty quarterback? uh, No. Like last year, Malik or whatever his name was. Hmm. They went to what the Texans was it Texans.
0: I mean, uh, yes.
1: Okay, so what? And and that guy, oh, he's so comparable to this guy and that guy. What when? What, what is he doing? Again, he went to the Texans. He's not going to do a fucking thing. You know what? You We're gotta done. be. You gotta be put in a position to have weapons, right? And uh, someone argue, okay, like uh, the year that Lamar Jackson won the MVP, and they're like, well, wow, well, he didn't, he didn't have anybody. What do you mean he didn't have anybody? He had yeah. Brown. He yeah. had speed, he had better than average receivers. He had better than average receivers. He had I, that, that kid from Notre Dame. I, I'm just saying, he had better than average receivers. They weren't
0: terrible, I can't, they weren't mediocre. I can't stand this pedestal that college quarterbacks have been put on when it comes to the draft every year. I can't stand every year that there's an Ohio
1: State quarterback and everybody no, thinks that yeah. the Ohio State quarterback is going to be something phenomenal in the NFL. And I'm not talking I'm not talking about this kid from from the Bears. I'm not talking about him because in my eyes Justin Fields was not an Ohio State quarterback. He was a quarterback at Georgia. Yeah. And originally that's where he was going to go, and that's where he's going to stay. Why? Because he's from Georgia. He's a small-town kid from a small town in Georgia. Like That's yeah. where he wanted to go. He didn't want to go anywhere
0: else. Well, it's gotten to the point where it's gotten so ridiculous. Look at, look at the season that Justin Fields had, right? His numbers, minus yards and touchdown passes, but his passer rating and everything else, his touchdown interception ratio, his QB rating – was equal to Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts, you could have made the argument for that was the was the Super Bowl MVP. That's, now, we down. gotta
1: we gotta we gotta bring this up because I gotta I and not that I don't believe you, I just I haven't seen I haven't seen these stats here. We're gonna uh, do a comparison because I I can't believe that. Oh,
0: no, dude, Jalen
1: Hurts stats for twenty twenty two.
0: Yeah. I don't know if it was the second half or just all year long but they were they were running parallel. All
1: right, so uh, Jalen Hurts, Hurts Jalen Hurts, excuse me, had 3700 yards, 22 touchdowns, six interceptions His pass rating was 101.5. And that's just those are just his product stats for for QB. We're not talking about anything else cuz yeah, I know he had had at least 20 rushing touchdowns, right? Like how many Okay, he had 13 rushing touchdowns on top of that. All yeah. right, so here, we're, okay, we're gonna go. Uh, Justin Fields stats for
0: 2022. Yeah, if if it's not full full season, I know the second half of the season. Okay, so I can't remember what it was. So
1: Justin Fields 2022 numbers now significantly better numbers than he had in 2021. Um, he 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 passed for. Uh, about a thousand less yards. He had twenty-two hundred. Yeah, the passing yards, yards
0: weren't, weren't close. I know
1: that. Um, Seventeen touchdowns, eleven interceptions. So, uh, you know, his passer rating was 85.2. Now, the flip side of that is, is Justin Fields also rushed for eleven 1, hundred forty-three yep. yards.
0: My thing is is and and it's a typical Chicago thing, right? Because all Chicago teams do this. I mean, look at what look at what the Blackhawks just did with, with Patrick Kane, you know. Like I said, way to just give up, you know. Uh and I understand there was other things. He just he didn't want to be there anymore, you know, and all that stuff. And but Look at what Fields did for your for your football team for your organization. This man single handedly kept well, it's you definitely, competitive. It's it's it's
1: definitely morale boost, and it's no different than than like a Lamar Jackson. It's it's no different, you know. I mean, but, that, that's just. I mean, and then you know, but here's he my had, Here's my He thing. also had eight rushing touchdowns. He had more t- rushing right. touchdowns than Montgomery did.
0: Well, see, you know. and but th- but that's just what aggravates me about you know teams like the Bears. Look at what this man did for you all season, and your first one of the first thoughts that pops into your mind when you get handed the number one overall pick is, hey, maybe we should trade Fields, you know.
1: Well, wow, and that's just that's just, and there again, there's ignorance among, and that's and that's not that's not the organization talking. That that's the media. Yeah, and it's that like is you know, that do, is do the media. they do and they trade
0: do they trade fields? you know, and all that other stuff. Listen, I'm a, I, I, I'm an avid 670 to score watcher, okay, for Chicago sports, right? And I'm going to tell you something. Listening to most of these guys talk about, you know, or even bringing up the question of. Do you trade fields and go after you know C.J. Stroud? Blah blah blah. Like, why would you even think that? Let me Aaron, let me tell you something.
1: The only reason, and we're gonna, and not really off book here, but it's in, it's in the ballpark. The only reason Mel Kuyper has his position is because nobody else was doing it in the '80s. That's the only reason why. Like, that's that's the bar. That's the bar. The reason why Mel Kiper, Mel Kiper never even had a position. If Mel Kiper was going to ESPN and going to Sports Channel and going to other places and going, hey, hey, have you guys have you guys thought about this? Have you have you have you looked at this guy? Because nobody else was doing it. They had scouts, yeah. but they didn't have anybody else going. And hey. What about this guy? What about that guy? Did you did you check his 40? He uh, yeah, had nobody else watching college football and every single guy in college football at the time and doing this. That's the only reason he has his job. Well, And now he has people that are lackeys to do it. You think he watches every single college football game? Hell, I can't even watch every single college football game, and I watch a
0: lot of college football. Well, you know what? It, it's just – and I've told you this before. We've had this conversation before, right? I think that one of the most nerve-wracking things for a for a GM or anybody in the draft is drafting an offensive player, especially a quarterback. So you like who,
1: you want to know you want to know, know who has the biggest set of balls is the GM that goes out and drafts an offensive lineman or defensive lineman yeah. number one overall. Huge it's, fucking nuts. It's Huge. easier.
0: It's easier to um, draft a defensive college player. And have his have his college success transfer to the NFL because defense in the NFL is similar to defense in college minus the speed factor. But it's a lot less of an adjustment on the defensive side of the ball than it is on the offensive side of the ball. You know, and more than that. why? More than that.
1: Let me let me let me let me just I'm going to just drop some names and, we'll, and we'll, we'll we'll leave it at that. Quentin Corriott, and Steve Etman, <laughs> Dan Wilkerson. Oh dear God! Oh dear God! <laughs> I, 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 and, and Brian I mean,
0: Boss,
1: <laughs> listen, listen. Oh, okay. We're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go there. Tony Manderidge.
0: Oh, I just I don't understand how. Like I said, it. You know what you have in Justin Fields, you have a prolific runner. And somebody with a good arm. Now, you, people say, well, he, he's not a good passer in the NFL. We don't kn- you don't know if he's going to be a good passer because he has nobody to pass to and nobody to protect him to get the pass off. So give him tools in an offensive line before you judge his passing ability, number one. Number two, that being said, you know what you have in Justin Fields. Why in the world would you trade him and take a chance on somebody that's not going to pan out in the NFL? Justin Fields, within two to three years, is going to be a top-five quarterback. If he's he giving you he
1: that, you don't have to convince me of that. It's, I mean, he's in, and he was drafted. He was drafted in the same class that Jalen Hurts was. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I it's just you have to have other tools ar- around him. I mean, yeah, I went out and got guys for Jalen Hurts. They need to do the same thing for Justin Fields. Yeah, not that, That's the other thing is, it's not that the, the Bears don't have the tools
0: because the Bears have the tools. They're great. They don't Bears have, have the tools. The
1: tools. They have tools. Their best receiver
0: is their tight end.
1: Listen, Cole Clement is great, but he's not. He's not. The, he's not the best receiver. You know what I mean? I mean, well, he's probably got. He's probably got the best hands on the team. He was I mean, the best I mean, receiver other, this year. Other than other than Clement and maybe Aquinas State Brown, you have Claypool. And everybody, everybody is hyped on Mooney. I'm not sold on Mooney. I'm not gonna be sold on Mooney. Mooney. I, I wanna, I, you know, he's a, he's a his, secondary slot at best.
0: His problem is, is, and he's, he's made some unbelievable plays. Don't get me wrong, but Mooney's big problem is, is he's speed. That's it. He's not big enough to be a physical receiver. He's not a guy that you throw the ball up to and say, go get it. He just doesn't have the size and the strength to do that. So if he's not free and clear of a defender, when a, it, 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 there's going to be problems,
1: right? Well, yeah. I mean, draft dra- That's like okay. So like, what do you think this, about this kid Nolan Nolan Smith, right? In in the combine, and he's he's doing all these wonderful things as as a linebacker, and how much his draft stock went up? Like he went from you know a a, a top thirty eight pick to probably being a top ten pick. Now will he become a top ten pick? I don't know, but I just, you could also draft him as a receiver.
0: I don't do this. I just I got this feeling, and history is on my side here. The Bears are going to royally fuck
1: this draft up. I think I think they're going to trade the pick, and I don't have a problem with them trading up. the pick. But I what think you they're going to fuck. I'm gonna think what's what going to happen is, is they're going to fuck up who they pick. Yeah, and that's and that's the that's going to be the worst case scenario. This is and we can go back in time and we could talk about Rashawn Salam. Oh, I God. mean we could talk about anybody that the Bears drafted. You know, for the last twenty let's, years. Let's not
0: forget this is the same team that show that decided that Mitchell Trubisky was a better talent than Deshaun Watsons and Patrick Mahomes. Okay. I don't care. I you will never ever live that down they also, as an organization. They
1: also, they also drafted Anthony Thomas. I'm just saying, like it's
0: oh they they, they uh, took uh, David Terrell number one overall.
1: It's not. It's not good. It's not a good
0: history. Or, I'm sorry, not number one overall. They took David Terrell as their first pick, their first round pick that year. Yeah, it, it's yeah. like what are you doing?
1: I, I and there and there's teams. There's teams to be, there's teams to be shot for that, and then somebody always knows, somebody always knows something.
0: Yeah, I, know? it's, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean,
1: what was, uh, what was the quarterback? Eric Kramer, that's who it was. Eric Kramer played for the Detroit Lions, and then the Bears were like, well, you know, he know that hasn't Eric Kramer is
0: statistically eric kramer is the most successful quarterback that the bears have ever had
1: yes yes
0: i know and he didn't do shit
1: well because they were picking up guys like cordell stewart Dave after after their prize
0: (laughs) brian greasy when he was like 48 years old you know
1: (laughs) they were like at one point in time they're like, oh, you know what? We're going to go out and draft this Ohio State quarterback named Mike Tomczak. Maybe
0: he'll lead us to another <laughs> <play."> <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that bourbon down the wrong pipe. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to kill me. As well. and <laughs> Dear god. Uh, hey, we're gonna move on from Jim McMahon, who wasn't a great quarterback, but he won you a Super Bowl. And uh, hey, Harbaugh, what's up? You know? <laughs> what? oh my god! Oh. I I
1: hear I hear Herb Street's still available. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I heard Aikman's just dying to leave that broadcast booth.
1: What's (laughs) that (laughs) robo guy doing? Oh, he's making more money doing Corona commercials? Never mind.
0: (laughs) Speaking of which, how would you like to be freaking Greg Olson? They are shit. you, You heard about this, right?
1: Probably not. I probably not. Like
0: my my extent.
1: My here's my extended Greg Olson. Greg Olson was recruited to play quarterback at Notre Dame. They I'm not talking about playing days. And and he leaves Notre Dame when he goes to Miami. And then nobody even knew that he went to Notre Dame. You know. Anyways, go ahead. No, so they he,
0: they're, they're royally screwing him next year for the broadcast booth. So, you know, like Tom Brady, he signed. You know, he signed his his media deal. You right. know, for announcing. They're they're bumping Greg Olson. For Tom Brady. Now, Greg Olson. I'm not going to lie. When he first started doing his his uh, his broadcasting, he was he was awful. But he he became one of the best broadcasters in a very short time. Only to be oh, okay. Uh, Brady. Well, okay. Yeah. You know. Sc- you know, Screw you, Olson. You know. Brady didn't even go to school for broadcasting. We went I, to Michigan for marketing, I, dude. I, it happens all the so, time.
1: Like, uh, here's what blows my mind: is 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 the whole reason that Olson. You know, again, was recruited to go to Notre Dame as a quarterback, but he was going to Notre Dame because he wanted to work on his broadcasting degree.
0: Dude, it happens <laughs> all the time in professional sport. Prime example Dale Earnhardt Jr., right? Now this is a dude who did nothing but drive a car all his whole life. Only to retire. And NASCAR only has a two month, I think it's like a two month off season, two and a half month off season. Right. Something like that. Uh and to, retired and then two and a half months is in the freaking broadcast booth.
1: And, see, I and I'm not, not a NASCAR. You I, know, I know nothing about NASCAR. I, I used to
0: watch it. I don't they, I know. I'm going to tell you what, dude. The funny thing is, is it, they're taking these people who have extensive knowledge in the sport, but they have the personality of a wet mop. You oh, know, man,
1: I, I, you and I, we couldn't be in a broadcast booth. We can have a podcast, and so we can say whatever we want. It and couldn't you be know, in a, and I couldn't a I get, get
0: fined <laughs> so goddamn much. Oh God. <laughs> I would get fines like it would be one broadcast, and I'd walk out of the booth and oh, freaking like, look at me and be like, "What the fuck was that?" <sighs>
1: Yeah, because what would happen is, is you know, we would get slotted to do like a Chiefs game, and you'd have Jackson Mahomes doing a TikTok on the field, and the wife getting drunk with like somebody else's <laughs> wife, and I'd be like, "This is why he can't pass the ball, right here, distractions. Get those two bucket idiots off the field." It's, it's like you, that, you know that's what happened, right? Oh, it, it, that was a complete it, distraction. Those motherfuckers. His <laughs> wife wasn't allowed out of the box, on the field all season, and his brother was nowhere to be found making TikToks all season. <laughs> that's what happened? They won a fucking Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, it, it just reminds you of that scene in The Replacements where the girls are dancing all filthy on the sidelines, and the other team's like, <laughs>
1: oh, and the coach
0: just screaming, snap the ball. <laughs> Oh,
1: Replacements, probably one of Keanu Reeves' finest works. Nobody will ever talk oh, about
0: John Favreau as that freaking linebacker cracks me to fuck up. Oh Jesus! One, tell of you the, what.
1: one of the greatest, one of the greatest writer directors producers of our time, and he was playing a linebacker in a B movie, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, a psychotic linebacker. You well, know, I tell which, you what. And
1: that, and the, <clears throat> that is the xfl now i mean that's what that's essentially what they he, they were playing was they were the stallions right like that's what they're
0: I'm, to I'm to, a, I, dude i'm gonna tell you yeah, go battlehawks yeah um <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's my phrase you
0: can't use my catchphrase. it's like it's like dude i completely got lost in 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 that game with the Brahmins and the battlehawks at the end of the game because, like I said earlier, all I was watching was a shit show. And then in the last minute and a half, it's like they were down like sixteen points, and with the extra point and all that, it's just—I don't know—it's just so. It's just so. I—I I think what they need to do is they like stick to, to to the traditional football format, but ease up on the penalties, right? Like roughing the passer? What the fuck is that? That don't happen here, you know. (laughs) You know, it's like
1: let's not let's not let's not talk about the tuck rule. Oh dear God, the tuck rule. Yeah. I don't know. There's only things – you realize there's only things that are made in the rules because there was exceptions to the
0: rule when they were made. You can't – okay, listen. We need to move on from football and talk some baseball here in a minute. But (laughs) let me just say this. I think that refing has – it's playing too big of a, a role in the outcome of these games anymore. And if anybody's out there is going to sit there and say, like, no, no, it's not. Let me tell you something. They called a roughing the passer penalty because Tom Brady was tackled while he was holding the ball. <laughs> like, my <laughs> well, brain locked up when I saw that. <laughs> it was Tom Brady. That's just it. It's Tom Brady. Oh, it's Aaron Rodgers, you know? And. Or, or oh, you know, it was there are there are certain quarterbacks at in, in this league in recent history that are protected by the refs. Brady, Rogers, okay, Peyton Manning, and Drew Brees. All great quarterbacks, but they were they the protection that they like the refs protect them better than their O lines do. You know, it's like Good Lord. Do you
1: remember? Do you remember a receiver? For the Cardinals, back in the nineties, named Ricky Peral.
0: Ricky Peral, oh god, yeah, dude.
1: His son
0: is in the is XFL, a wide
1: receiver yep. for the for the BattleHawks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Those damn BattleHawks, let's right <laughs> away.
1: Well, You're- here's 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 fruition for you. We are coming to his, and this is how this shows our age. This is how old we are. We are old enough that the guys that we watched growing up. Their children are now playing oh, professional court.
0: Good God. Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. Oh, man. I tell you. Okay, we need to get off of football. Baseball season's around the corner.
1: Baseball season is the corner. You know, my, it, this is my favorite time of year, and not because it's in between football and baseball. It was right before the draft. Girls softball. Women's college softball will forever be a love of mine. And I, I'm that, not
0: even I'm not even going to touch that. I'm not. I. Oh, I, I, oh god, I'm not.
1: Nothing like it. watching beautiful, thick women throw a ball. All right, I just had to say. Uh, <sighs> probably gonna get slack.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, one of us is gonna get stabbed live on the air one day. Like, I'm going to say something, and my wife's going to come in and just cut me.
1: Well, that's why I gave her 10 bucks. Like, 10 bucks down here, you know, that gets you like three, four drinks at the bar. So, like, she's gone for a while. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the only person that's gonna hear here she would have to actually listen to the podcast for it to be heard or my daughter run her mouth like she knows what she's talking about when she gets home and I, really either one of the two is unlikely to happen.
0: yeah i don't anyways though god we just if we
1: baseball if, i you know i
0: it should be called the squirrel podcast i'm not gonna
1: yeah watch. I mean I, the cubs. The Cubs are not going to win anything this year. The Cubs,
0: the Sox, look, none of them are going to win
1: shit. You know, I I don't. Did you? How about those Mets? Did
0: you know they're still paying Bobby Bonilla? Oh yeah, dude, they're going to be paying him for years, like, decades to come too. Like I, how do you, how do you even pull that off,
1: dude? I don't know. Like that's great though. Like I, I who is his agent? Fuck, I don't know. Like any sport that you're in, the first thing I'd be like, "Find me Bernie Madoff." (laughs) He's probably dead now. Like he's probably. It sounds like a good Jew name to me.
0: Okay, the the team owner had to have been drunk when he agreed to this shit. Or, oh
1: God. Just think about all. Think about all the money in every any any sport, any of these athletes, and they're like, "Oh, they 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 renegotiated their contract." Well, all it is put it on the back end so the cap money isn't there when it's there, and the cap's even higher when they get the, get up there. So, like, I,
0: I don't know, man. I don't. Well, you know, they got the.
1: Who's the, who's the, who's the, who's the high? Let's say here we go. We're gonna we're gonna GTS this because I'm curious. Right now, I don't, I don't know who it is. Well, you who is it. currently the highest paid Major League Baseball player?
0: It's got to be Bryce Harper. It's got to be. Sportsnet highest paid MLB player: Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. He is what? also the first player with an average annual contract value of forty dollars plus million. Holy, f- I dude, I would not have thought that.
1: I, you know, uh, that's, and here we go uh, for highest paid MLB players in 2023. It was obviously the New York gotta Yankees who will always have You're the highest judge. paid. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. But Yankees have the highest payroll of anyone every year. It seems like, Oh yeah.
0: Well, you got, you know, Steinbrenner money. So
1: I don't, the average, the average MLB salary in twenty twenty two was four point two million. What's the league I mean, minimum
0: now? Is it three hundred thousand?
1: Let's see here.
0: It's gotta be. It's it's a couple hundred thousand. I know that.
1: Oh, it might even be higher than that. let me see. I'm looking for the paperwork here. Five hundred
0: thousand? I don't know. It's
1: either way. It's uh what is the MLB minimum salary threshold for this season? Five hundred and sixty-three thousand. Yeah, yeah, since yeah, since uh twenty twenty two, five
0: hundred and sixty-three and a Jesus. half thousand. Good God. I you know what I don't even want to I wouldn't even want to be a good MLB player. I could like just let me collect the league minimum and let me keep on disappointing you. You know, <laughs> <It's>
1: like, <laughs> well, well. Here's what's here's what's sad. And like you
0: here, could be and a total failure at your job and come out a rich some bitch.
1: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Think about this now. The the minimum salary is five hundred and sixty three thousand, right? The average salary in the MLB is almost four million. Good God! And, and and what do they do here? And here's the thing: the greatest player of all time. Carlos <laughs> Banned in 407, Banned in 407. You got guys out there nowadays making four million, and they're not even hitting thirty percent of the fucking balls that come across the plate. All <clears> right, <throat> I'm just saying. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I. You know what? I. MLB has kind of like fallen, like fallen in my top level of sports, right? Over, over, over the years. Now they, they're oh, trying yeah. to. It's,
1: I, I, ever since, I, I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, ever since the Cubs won the World Series in 2016, I, I no longer have an interest really in MLB. Why? Because it it happened in my lifetime. I kept on saying since, you know, the 80s, since I was a little kid. All right, well, maybe next year. Well, maybe next year eventually came for me. You know, <laughs> like, I'm good. Well, can, you, can, can you imagine? Like, <laughs> like, like, I was I was trained to be a loser, okay? Even though I won in everything else in life, and I'm, I, wa- I want to win. I'm not going to My okay. home
0: teams won one championship, that, and I'm good. <laughs> dude, I still remember that night, right? Like, that was the only night of my life that my wife was pissed at me, and I didn't give a shit.
1: I was pissed at you too, motherfucker, cuz I was paying I was going to pay for you to come down to Jeremy's <laughs> wedding. And me and my brother are getting hammered in a bar and we're watching the watching the game while my brother is trying to talk to a Cuban drug lord's girlfriend. <laughs>
0: Only Neil, I swear to Only God.
1: Only Neil. And and these guys are pulling these guys are pulling out Glocks and like mini Uzis at us. Right, but it wasn't me.
0: It wasn't the money. I couldn't get time off. That was back when I worked. You know how it is. Yeah, you work for the I railroad. Know.
1: I know, dude, I was I was dude. Oh, I, want, I wish you were there. But anyways, and they're like, it's it. It's all they wanted. I was like, ah, you know, I'm like, Neil, we got to get the hell out of here. Dude, I'm I was like, why? I, I'm like, because you won't quit
0: talking to these women that don't belong to you. Dude, I still remember that night, right? Like, I we put the kids to bed and Grant was like, like, he didn't want to, you know, at the time he was you know, just seven. Years. Okay. So he was nine years old at the time and Max was seven and we put him to bed and Grant's like, I can't go to sleep. You know. You know. I I want to watch. cut. I want to see. You know, see if they win a World Series. And I'm like, I don't care. Whatever. Get up. You know. And then my wife's like, Well, you're gonna you're gonna deal with them in the morning. I'm like, Fine. I don't care. Whatever. You know. And then when they won, the scream that I let out, <laughs> the scream that I let out, prompted the prompted her to come walking. <laughs> You woke up Max. I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, you're putting him back to bed. Fine. I don't care. <laughs> but it it's not even after just they won, right? Like it's just they're 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 making strides now. They they put in the, the pitch timer now. That's that's taking effect this year. But it's just Have you too- ever watched have you ever watched an MLB draft and the Cubs
1: come up and they draft wow. like fifty two pitchers and like Three three infielders, which
0: which always shocked me because their freaking pitching always sucks.
1: Yes, I don't, I don't understand. They're the
0: Chicago Bears of baseball, or, <laughs> 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 or
1: or they draft somebody really great and they trade them. Yeah, like 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 you guys drafted Don Manningly. They- you guys drafted Don Manningly. What? I, for the life of me. You, for, get rid of Don
0: Manley. for the life of me, I don't understand why like and it's I understand after you win your 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 sports championships, right? And then after you get a get a couple more years out of them, then you need to offload salary. But for fuck's sake, you gave away Baez, Rizzo, and Bryant and Schwarber. Yeah. What do you do? It's like I don't know, dude. What's even it, worse than
1: that is, and a lot of people don't know this, is they gave up the chance to draft Bryce Harper. Yeah? Like, they, they were like, the Phillies were willing to trade, and they just they didn't want to – I can't remember who they were, you know, weren't willing to give up in that trade. And I'm like,
0: are you kidding me? Dude, I, I Are just, you kidding me? I don't know. It, honestly, I think that, that every Chicago organization – just needs to have the fans run it. <laughs> like I do, because it's every Chicago team Blackhawks, Bears, Bulls, Cubs, Sox. The fans have more knowledge than the freaking people running the damn show, it seems like. Yeah, well, yeah. you know.
1: And the thing, is, and well, the thing is, is you have guys that, developmentally speaking, you have guys that just see something in somebody, you know, and then they go out and, and, and that's, then that's what it is. You know, like a lot of people don't know this, but Patrick Mahomes father, Patrick Mahomes senior Mm -hmm. played for the Chicago Cubs at one point in time, you know, uh, he was a great middle reliever and he was also a decent uh, closer, but was he ever going to be a starter? No. No, but if you would have developed him to be that kind of pitcher, maybe he would
0: have been. Dude, I'll tell you what, if I was a major league pitcher, I wouldn't want to be a starter. I would want to be a fucking closer. That's what I would want to be. You know why? Because that has the most longevity of all the freaking roles that any player can have. I'm it's gonna, like the center of football.
1: The most most great most great relievers at some point in time were starters and I'll just point out I'll just point out Dennis Eckersley Yep. Uh you know, uh in my opinion, one of the one of the greatest.
0: Mariano Rivera is here. never a starter and he's one of the greatest of all time though.
1: Yeah. And you know, you have guys that have they don't just throw the ball hard. You know, they, they throw the ball with finesse. I think uh, there again guys like Greg Maddox. Greg oh, Maddox yeah. love is love, love him to death. You know, it didn't matter that He took less money and went to Atlanta, you know, he knew what he had, you know, he was lucky if he threw over 92 or 93, you know, I mean, but he could throw a slider, man. His breaking ball was great, you know, like had a great circle change, you know, like his amount of pitches that he thrown in his repertoire was Nowhere near what these guys throw today are great starters that became relievers at some point, the Negro brothers, you know, like and nobody I, remembers I, I, them anymore. You I'll, know? T- you
0: know, I'll tell you what, the greatest pitching staff that the, that the Cubs ever had was the team that they did not win the world series with their greatest pitching staff was when they oh, had yeah. Mark Pryor, Carrie Wood, Carlos and Brown. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And they They came close in two thousand and three, but you know Carry Wood was
1: lights out, and there was another one. he became a better reliever,
0: yeah,
1: you know and and there's a guy like a guy who literally had four pitches, that's it, four pitches and could pitch lights out.
0: but if you have four pitches that are great pitches, that's all you need, yeah, yeah, you know? and then
1: you got guys guys who are great mechanics, great mechanics, Mark Pryor. Yep. And then you got a guy that does both, just all all around natural talent in Zambrano.
0: Zambrano was a fucking maniac.
1: He, he was, but his all around natural talent was amazing. On top of his mechanics, and he had
0: pitches. Yeah, I don't. You know what? It's I don't know. It, you know what though? It's not just it's not just to the Cubs or the Sox or the Bears. The like.
1: Baseball definitely isn't isn't what it used to be. Well, and it's not even
0: just baseball, right? Just the so the whole, you know, I mean we we talk a lot about Chicago sports cuz we're from the area, but like it is we are at the point in history where it absolutely sucks to be a Chicago sports fan because every single one of the teams are in the freaking gutter. Yeah. All of them.
1: Well, it. and I haven't I haven't been, I mean the Bears, the Bears will always, the Bears will always be in my heart, you know, uh, they've always been a, um, you know, my team when I was a little kid, and then, you know, I, I switched over because I was a Notre Dame fan, and I became a, I became a Niners fan, you know, and so then I Montana said, traded to the Chiefs, place. and I became a Chiefs fan myself, but I, I hear you, man. Like it doesn't mean I don't pay attention, I, and just because I'm a Cubs fan it doesn't mean that I'm not, you know, looking at the Sox, right? You know, or or the fact that you know, like uh, I'll look for the Sox
0: all day as long as they're not playing the Cubs.
1: You know, the Blackhawks. I mean, I, I it's it's been tough. It's been tough for me to be a, a hockey fan. You know, like, uh, and I. I up until up until a few years ago, I didn't even know there there was a, a soccer team in Chicago or a or a WNBA team. You yes, know? This, like this, I just
0: getting two sports that just don't matter. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> not gonna lie. I, you know,
1: well, it's like it's like it's really hard being a Bulls fan, you know? Like we had one of the greatest players of all time. who won six championships, two different three peats. You know? Uh, you like,
0: know what? I'm gonna tell you what. I will say this though. I I think out of all the Chicago teams that are close. You know, you look at all the Chicago teams. The Bears are the closest to becoming, uh, if if not, a championship winner, a contender. So you're telling me that a two and fourteen
1: season team?
0: It, it was not two and fourteen. They had three wins. Get it right, goddamn
1: it. Oh, okay, man. whatever. Yeah. Three and fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's right. The NFL added an extra game for those pansies who couldn't make the playoffs at nine and seven. Got yeah, it. Okay. right.
0: <laughs> Which they took advantage of that too. I mean, you know, it's,
1: oh, it's become even a bigger uh, that that the the playoffs this year were a joke. You're like, okay, well, if Green Bay wins but only beats Detroit by this much, and then Seattle loses but Seattle doesn't lose by this much, then okay. all right, here's here's it's another in-
0: question for you. Here's another question for you. Going back to football, then. Do you still think that it's the Vikings division next year?
1: I, I, dude, I don't. I I think it's Detroit. I think think, think, it's Detroit. I, you know, I, dude, they, so there's uh, the GM of Detroit. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. They have, they have a saying in Detroit. And uh, I was, uh, Adam Schefter was talking about it and Ian Rappaport, uh, they were in Detroit's uh, building and they said they have a thing in their building and it says the villains. And it's got and it's got it's got the lion logo on it, and it just says villains. And I'm like, oh Oh, I don't know what's going on in Detroit, but I like it. Like I like that. Like I, it's like it's like a Marvel comic book. Like I like it, you know. Like that's, I want them to be the villains, and I want I want it to bring back. Again, we're you know switching different. Um, sports, but the bad boys of Detroit, like bring back the villains. Yeah, like you know, like I, you give me a team of a bunch of convicts, and I'm telling you what, I'm a root for. Them. <laughs> <laughs> like, like maybe, maybe they're picking up Johnny Manziel and bringing back Ray oh, Lewis. And they're, gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna go in. They're gonna go all in on Kareem Hunt. Like, I don't know. Maybe that happens. I, Did I would, somebody I check in
0: Hernandez's pulse? Because we could use it. <laughs> Like, <laughs>
1: I I heard Ray is getting out of jail soon.
0: <laughs> Plexico Burris has still got some good speed, right? <laughs> he's,
1: he's he's they're making the sequel to the longest yard. Oh dear God! <laughs> no, it's no different. No different baseball, <sighs> you know. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, people, people that are young nowadays will never appreciate Tiger stadium. You know, nobody, nobody's ever going to be appreciate Detroit. Stadium. Nobody's ever going to be able to appreciate the silver dome,
0: the smallest and <laughs> shortest outfield wall in history.
1: Now nah, that's not true. That's not true. Where, 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 where'd Babe Ruth play? Did not he play like Evans field or some shit? Where? Hold on. Hold on. He, he, he was hitting, he was hitting dingers on 137 feet left and right walls. No,
0: he's, Dude, he put, He started in. Where did, where did
1: Babe Ruth play uh, baseball at in New York? Where is it?
0: Yeah, but dude, in all fairness, he started off and at the Green Monster. Oh, no, I, I, I
1: that. get that. I get that. What was the no. name of that fucking baseball field? I'm telling you, I because I remember that field was like a hundred. Uh, is, is it Ebbets Field? How big was Ebbets Field?
0: No, I'm not talking like footage wise. That's not what I'm talking about. That no, it's not Ebbets.
1: I, I, do, I, I'm, I'm telling you. I, I know, I know. But there was, there was a. a I can't remember the name of the ballpark, but the ballpark that it was dude, like that an
0: outfield. Old... That outfield fence at at Tiger Stadium is like four feet high.
1: I well, what it was what it was like two what like two. Two thirty-five. No, I'm not. I'm year, not talking. 239? I'm not
0: talking about the distance from home play. I'm talking about the height of the fence.
1: I know. Uh, that's a great stadium. And you get you get the wind right off the right off the river there and off the lake. And we're talking balls would sail. Alan Trammell had like like no, thirty-eight uh, dingers dude, one year.
0: Comiskey Park.
1: It's it's <laughs> it's always
0: going to be Comiskey Park. I don't care. Guaranteed <laughs> rate. Whatever. Price low rate, <laughs> Got it. yeah, you, dude. You get that. You get that draft coming in off of the highway, dude. I'll tell you
1: what. It's home plate's facing the highway. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Bullshit, it's not.
0: I was just there. You're talking at- home plate when you're standing at home plate, looking to the outfield. You're you're looking towards the highway. Right. Yeah, that's what I meant. Well, you're saying the draft off the highway is pushing yeah. the ball in. No, I'm saying it's pushing it out. It's sucking it out.
1: Oh, all right. All right. all right. Well, we'll go with that. You,
0: need, sure. yeah, you know what I need?
1: <laughs> this podcast has ran over, but I feel like we can make more content. So oh, yeah. we're just going to keep pushing through. <laughs> I'm going to need a margarita on the rocks. <laughs> Where's my kid at? She's almost 14. <laughs> you can make me a drink.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, I'm not even going to mention him. <laughs> <laughs> you put the rub in first, then the. Coke. <laughs> My wife's gonna ninety five percent rum. My wife's rub. gonna come in here. Get your ass out of here. We gotta go. He didn't, no, it's all right. I got a six o'clock reservation. Do you have somewhere to be. So, <laughs> did you go? You went
1: to Crybaby Tattoos. Did you get a tattoo, or are you just looking? Or
0: we got prices and, and set up our appointment. So, oh, okay. Who's who's the artist? uh benji
1: okay
0: okay so yeah it's uh thursday the 30th of this month i think it is so good but uh yeah add another one so it's funny too though because like our 16 year old wants one we're like all right you know whatever we'll sign off on that you know and uh It's funny because I was asked, I said, I'm like, you, you want a tattoo, right? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, are you sure? Because you have an issue. Like the couple of surgeries that he's had for injuries or whatever. Right. Like him getting that IV in his arm. Like it's hilarious. Like he's
1: the biggest. I'm scared to death of needles, but like a tattoo. Sign me up.
0: He's, he's like, you know, I'm like, uh, I said, uh, you're 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 gonna be you're you're gonna be okay with a tattoo gun you know going into your arm he's like yeah do you even know how tattoo how, how a tattoo gun works i'm like do you i've got seven of them for pink sex and you got none <laughs> i got full-on sleeves,
1: son my whole back's done when, it, when it, you're worried about a prick on your arm get out of here right.
0: But then my wife's trying to tell him we're driving home today. She's like, you can't don't scratch it. You know, don't rub it, don't bake
1: at it. No. Don't let the dog
0: lick it. Yeah. But the saliva just makes it so moisturized. Oh. are we are you gonna be editing some of this or no? I mean, I, do we I, We can. I mean,
1: we don't we'll have to. It's uh, we can't, you know, I mean, cut things out, not cut things. But it's whatever.
0: I got to figure out how we can, you know, go back and watch it through. We'll edit this part out that we're talking about it, but, you know, whatever. So, I got we could probably stop recording now because we're, shit, we're 35 minutes over.
1: Yeah. So, All right. All right. We'll stop it.
0: I want to see.